Sheila. And I'm Sarah. And welcome to season two of Pushing Pediatrics, an educational podcast for physical therapists created to help those studying for the Pediatric Certified Specialist exam and anyone else interested in learning more about pediatric physical therapy. Last year, our episodes were played over 10,000 times to help listeners like you crush the PCS exam, and they did. This year, you can expect more content and even more review to help you feel confident on test day. Let's not waste any more time. Time to study. Listener note, this podcast was created as an adjunct for those studying for the PCS exam. By no means do we guarantee that one will pass the exam solely by listening to this podcast. We encourage all those studying for the exam to put the appropriate time and effort into their studying using resources recommended by the ABPTS and the APTA. It is not allowed to discuss test content and we will not accept any questions related to test content. While we will do our best to provide the most accurate information, if you feel as though we have stated something that is incorrect, please contact us via Instagram or Facebook at Pushing Pediatrics or send us an email at pushingpediatrics at gmail.com. Hi all, and welcome back to Pushing Pediatrics. We are so excited to be able to give you a season two. We are happy to be with you on your journey to becoming a board-certified pediatric clinical specialist, and we're also happy to welcome anyone who might just be listening, interested in pediatric physical therapy. If you are brand new to us and haven't gone back to listen to season one, we'll give you a quick recap. In season one, we spent some time going through Campbell, the number one recommended study resource for the PCS exam. We broke down each chapter into episodes to be used as another form of studying in addition to the resources people were already using. We also took the time to go through the APTA fact sheets, which are a free resource to you all. If you're joining us now and you've signed up and been accepted to sit for the 2023 PCS exam, congratulations. It is a huge feat just to be accepted to sit, so you've already got one win under your belt. This episode is designed to give you some information about the basics of the exam. Remember, we're not allowed to discuss test content, but we will give you an idea of what kind of things you should be studying. First and foremost, some dates to remember. For the 2023 cycle, the exam is offered between March 1st and March 22nd. So we suggest organizing your studying around those two weeks to make sure you are finished with content and just reviewing by the time you get to that point. If you choose not to pay in full for your exam when you sign up, the remaining fee is due on November 30th, 2022. By January 1st, 2023, you will receive your scheduling permit. This allows you to sign up and schedule your exam date. Be sure to pay the remainder of your exam fee because if you don't, you may not receive your scheduling permit when everybody else does. As far as choosing when to schedule your exam, it's completely up to you. Some places only offer the test on certain days of the week, so keep that in mind. I chose to take mine kind of in the middle of the cycle, but Sarah chose to take hers earlier. It's all a personal preference. 
I probably wish I would have just scheduled it earlier. I was really ready to be done studying by the time March rolled around. Once you are done with the exam, it's pretty common to feel like you failed. (laughs) The questions will probably feel like they were just a random bunch of knowledge that you either studied a lot or maybe looked at only one time. But just remember, you absolutely did the best that you could and you studied the best that you could. Some feedback we got last year was that nothing we discussed was asked on the exam. Remember, we cannot discuss any test content, nor do we know what the test is actually going to include. If you study your content thoroughly and use multiple resources to fill in knowledge gaps, you are doing it right. This is also where practice tests can help you. Practice breaking down questions and eliminating a few obvious wrong answers to give you a better chance at choosing the right one. You'll find out your test results in June. Do not hold your breath for June 1st, though. Sarah and I found out our results on June 29th, and during this past cycle, they found out on June 30th. It is an anxiety-filled few months, but finding out you passed is really the greatest reward. Let's get into some resources that can help you prepare. There is a file for download called the Candidate Guide. It is on the ABPTS website, for all of the intricate details. Literally every question you could have about the exam is in this guide. We suggest saving it to your desktop to review throughout this process because questions come up throughout the studying process and this is your best resource. I can almost guarantee your question is answered within that text. The DSP, the Description of Specialty Practice, is really the be-all end-all of exam content. It is the foundation for test question development. You should have received a copy of this when you signed up for the exam. When we studied for the exam, we used the DSP to guide our group study sessions to ensure that we went over all of the content that could possibly be asked on the exam. Exam items are solicited from content area experts currently practicing in the specialty area representing the full range of practice settings and focus in all regions of the country. Test items undergo extensive editing and review by subject matter experts and professional test editors before specialty councils approve them to be placed on the examinations. And even then, they are still vetted on actual exams as quote-unquote ungraded questions, before they are placed on examinations and used as official graded content. There are 200 questions, but like the boards, only 150 are graded questions that will ultimately count towards your final score. The other questions are questions being analyzed and vetted for future exams. The exam format is 50 questions in each 90-minute block of time. You can take a break after each block, and it will not run your time down. Items are designed to test synthesis and analysis levels of cognitive skills, as well as content knowledge. The exam is composed of objective, multiple choice questions with four or five answer choices. The questions either stand alone or are a part of a series that relates to a presented case study. This test is meant to be challenging. If it was easy, everyone would do it. You are doing this to be a recognized expert in your field, so expect and embrace the challenge. All of the information that we discussed today can be found in Pushing Pediatrics Season 1, Episodes 1 through 4. 
We go more in depth on the application process, what to expect on test day, etc. Be mindful, though, that things have changed over the past year, like dates and testing sites, etc. So please make sure you refer to the most updated information that you receive from the ABPTS. I also recommend looking at the APTA Pediatrics Forums. There you will find a PCS exam-specific forum where you can ask questions. There you will also find all of the information for the PCS Prep Committee. We meet once a month via Zoom and discuss test preparation. The next meeting will be September 7th, 2022 at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and the link can always be found on the forums page. Okay, so now you know the logistics of the test for the most part. Now, how do you begin studying? That's the age-old question that we get all the time. The answer is really, it's different for everybody. Some people jump right in, others wade in the water a bit before diving in headfirst. Our study group began with Campbell. We had four people in our group, and each week, each person was responsible for reading and creating an outline for the chapter. We began this in the summer, in the beginning of August, and we were finished with the chapters by the end of September. Our group created a Google Doc folder that had all of our resources readily available and accessible. We then created a study schedule for our remaining weeks before the test with a target date of being done with all of the content in the last week of February. We used the MedBridge program to organize our studying by week and paired all of the resources that were appropriate for each subject content. We have talked about creating a study plan in previous episodes in season one. If I'm remembering correctly, it's episode five. We each took a job of splitting up research articles Campbell chapters, and case studies from the case study book, as well as PCS Advantage study guides. One big tip is to really get yourself organized and figure out what is the best for you to study from. Some questions you might want to ask yourself are, do I do better when everything is printed out and things are tangible? Or do I do better when I have everything organized into folders on the computer? You might do better when you write things down or when you highlight, or you might study better when you make charts and look them over. You might like to listen to material rather than just read material. This is one of the reasons that we created this podcast, but also one of the reasons that I liked the MedBridge content. In some ways, I didn't find all of the modules helpful, but I usually knew that they weren't going to be helpful early on. And then I just moved on past them. But because I like to listen to things better, MedBridge offered me just a different way to absorb some of that material. Going off of that too, one of the nice things about the MedBridge program was that there was an app associated with the program. So you could pull up the presentation and listen to it when you're cleaning or going on a walk or something like that. I was more of one who liked to sit on my computer and watch the presentation, but I sped up the presentation. So it took me either half the time or like, you know, a third of the time, whatever it was, just so I could get the content in. At the same time, I was still trying to absorb it in the way that I absorbed it best. Definitely. I was the same. I kept things kind of sped up. And then if I felt like there was something that I missed that was really helpful, I would just rewind it, go back and slow it down. 
but that kind of helped me get through some of the material that maybe I didn't think was as beneficial. I could just kind of speed through it and make sure I wasn't missing anything, but it was just a different way to study. That was the whole idea of this podcast too, is to offer people just a little bit of a different way to get that information in because we all learn differently. Organization is key while studying because it will help to keep you on track and know exactly what you need to study when. Some suggestions include having a binder with tabs, have different folders on your computer for resources, or plan out your week in advance. I would tend to have a smaller binder that had all of the material we were studying that week in that smaller binder, and then a larger binder that had all of the content in it. So I could take that smaller binder with me to work or to a coffee shop or somewhere outside to study, but I didn't have to take the whole binder with me. I also did the same thing. The other thing that I think is really important is to really be realistic with your studying. Give yourself a goal number of days to study and the number of hours that you want to dedicate to studying each day. Plan out the practice exams you might want to take throughout your process. So you can kind of see how you're progressing and what are some maybe content areas that you need to focus a little more heavily on. So really the takeaway points are pick one resource as your main resource and use all the other resources as just supplemental resources. Our suggestion would be to use Campbell as your quote unquote Bible for lack of better term. And then use other resources to supplement information that may not be mentioned in Campbell. Choose one resource to use to create your study plan. Pick the one resource that is easiest to follow along with and then match up your other resource material to that subject matter. Like we mentioned earlier, that resource for us was MedBridge. And lastly, study the way that feels right to you and that has been successful in the past. If you found a method that works for you, say when you were in PT school, stick with that method. Don't fix what isn't broken. Our goal for this podcast is really to be that adjunct resource to your study materials. Use us as a way to passively study the content you're already working on. Whether you listen to us while you're making dinner or driving in the car or while you're getting out and going on a walk, we are not meant to be your be-all end-all resource. On our Instagram, we have been posting our favorite resources that we used while studying for the exam. These include the Campbell 5th edition, case files, evidence-based practice, MedBridge, and PCS Advantage through rehab knowledge. We do know that Campbell is coming out with a 6th edition. We've talked to a few people about that via Instagram. However, because of how new the content is, we're unsure if that would technically be on the exam. So that's why we're recommending the 5th edition still. Definitely. And I can pretty confidently say just from our other committees that I'm on that the expectation that book doesn't even release until December before you'll even be able to look at it and get your hands on it. So I wouldn't stress about that in any way. I know plenty of people that have still studied for last year's exam with the fourth edition and we're fine. So there's a lot of resources out there. You're going to probably be on resource overload for the next year. So I wouldn't stress that you're going to like grossly miss any content as long as you're kind of sticking with what's out there and what's available. 
So this season, our goal is to go through some of the content that was not included in the fifth edition of Campbell, go over some of the clinical summaries from the APTA, address any new APTA fact sheets that have come out, and go over some case studies that apply to the content we're reviewing that week. Our season will run starting today until the end of February. We weren't kidding when we said we would be with you every step of the way. Check out our season one episodes if you haven't already, and check us out twice weekly as we come out with new content. We are excited to be with you on this journey. Keep your head up and your eye on the prize. And don't forget, we're going to take off at Christmas and Thanksgiving and some of those other holidays, so we suggest you do that too. And remember, you've got this. Thank you all so much for listening to Pushing Pediatrics. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Pushing Pediatrics. We would love to hear from you. So send us questions, suggestions, things you want to hear more of, and things you'd maybe want to hear less of. We will talk to you guys next time. And remember, you totally got it.